Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, ideas for future episodes, please contact us. There are two easy ways to do so. You can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org ignition at sfcatholic.org, or you can tweet at us, uh, use the Twitter handle at sfdiocese, and slap on the hashtag ignition. Slap it on. Slap it on there, so that it gets to us. Slap it on. And so, Slap, slap it on. Hi, Father. (laughs) How you doing? Who are you? Uh, I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. I'm the pastor of St. Paul's in White and the director of the Pope Pius XII Newman Center in Brookings, South Dakota. And I'm Chris Bergwald, Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And also, I laugh every time because I, I always hesitate at this next thing that I say because so many times I've gotten you this said wrong. this wrong so many times. So many times I say something like um, "wife of 17 years." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wife to Jermaine. <laughs> no, she's my wife. I'm her husband. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Married for 17 years. Jermaine and I have five um, really, really. Good kids, um, there and I, one not so good. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, okay. um, but I was you, only just, have, you only have five children, and, they're all, five and they're all really good. And I, I was seriously, I was. Uh, it, it was a uh, Deacon Jim Keating, who you and I mm-hmm. both know, um, talked once about uh, it, um, doing Lexio hmm. with the face of his son once. Yeah, uh, and just actually uh, in the last week, I think I was just really. Um, Grateful to God for our five kids. Awesome. That's that's good. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I can't always say that. <laughs> I should always be able to say that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's a, it's uh, any parent knows that they, you know, there's ups and downs. Right. And so, yeah, I'm very happy to hear that. But I think you know what I mean, though. In the, in the, like in the things that we are grateful for, we would often be thankful for. But sometimes you're just the Lord gives you the grace of being a bit more thankful for them. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Well, he'd, uh, we were kind of getting off our topic. <laughs> we haven't started our topic. How oh, can we hey, get off right. our topic? <laughs> yes, all right. Well, in that case, uh, Deacon Keating has a great little book, um, Praying, Listening for Truth. Mm. Have I showed you this? No, you haven't. I've, he's told me about it, but I've never seen it. It's the book. great. It's got some great stuff in it. It's really about kind of like uh, learning how to pray and like grow in conversion in the life of prayer. But he has a great description of what contemplative prayer is. Okay. That, um, you know, uh, it goes from that attitude of a father and kind of this idea maybe of Alexio on the face of your children, uh, of, uh, you know, as a husband and a father, you know, you do all this work for your children and you, you mow the lawn, you, uh, you go and you work in a job and you get a paycheck and you do all these things for your children and you love them in that way. But then there's that moment when like maybe your young child is like falling asleep in your lap and you're just kind of sitting in the uh, in the living room doing that, and all of a sudden you just look at the face of your child, and your heart's just taken away with a love mm. that's totally different than the love of that service. In that way, and it's just it's just a pure love and a gratitude for the life of the child in that moment. And 
that little moment is what the prayer experience of contemplation is. Amen. Does it make sense? It does. Yeah. And so I think it's a great example, a great explanation of that and why we make ourselves available for contemplation. So if we don't behold the face of God in some way or the attributes of God, the goodness of God, the story of God and the scriptures, his teaching, then we're never taken into that moment of contemplation. Right. Right. But I should say when <laughs> doing Lexi on the face of my son, doing what on the face of who's what <laughs> we should, it, for those who have never heard the term Lexio, by the way, it's short for Lexio Divina, a reflective meditative way of reading scripture um, applied here to a child. And, and looking at the face of your child right. in that way, right. yep, to reflect upon the qualities of the face of your child. Right. And, right. Yep. and so, Speaking yes. of looking at the face of some, oh, sorry. Well, and I was going to do the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great uh, minds. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to. I was going to try to use something more subtle than speaking of. Oh. Yeah. But anyways. Subtlety, really? Father. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. New, new, thing, it out. new thing I'm trying out, you know. <laughs> hey, I mean, uh, why, why is it too late for me to try something new? Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what Father was subtly going to segue to, uh, what I was less subtly going to segue to, is our, our top, topic for the day. Um, and this was one that, that Father proposed, which I thought was a, a brilliant proposal. Um, seriously, <laughs> I am glad that you proposed it. Um, Did we record that? Oh, we record all this. Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, yes, there's, there's your one for the year. Yes. Um, a few weeks ago, at the end of September, we uh, celebrated a couple of different feast days devoted to the angels. Mm-hmm. And you proposed that maybe just talking about angels in particular, uh, angels in general, rather, and some of them in particular uh, might be something worth discussing. Yeah, because I believe that there are angels. <laughs> oh, Man, I wanted to get a lot further into that song before I left. <clears throat> Yes, but I, I do believe that there are angels among us yeah. sent down to us from somewhere up above, probably heaven. They come to you and me in our darkest hour, and I'm done. Thank you. Uh, yes, we're to teach us how to all live. This. Okay, who's that by again? I don't know. Was that Kathy Tricoli? Maybe that sounds right. It's a Christian artist, though. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. it is. Well, I mean, it could be like a country artist. Honestly, at first I was, I, I, that's initially at first when he started, I'm like, yeah. what country singer is this again? But then yeah. I think, I think, I think it was Kathy Tricoli. I think you're right. Yep. Um, so, angels. Angels. <laughs> so, um, well, here, here's a question in the creed. Do we explicitly say we believe in angels? Explicitly? No. Okay. Implicitly? Yes. Okay, cool. And we'll get into that. Uh, but the, the, liturgically, um, uh, if, if you're somebody who pays attention to the, the feast days uh, that we during celebrate the as the, during the week. And if you're not, I really invite you to do it because there's some really cool things during the week. And it's just a great way um, f- for our rhythm to be set by mm. higher or deeper things, if you will. Yeah. So instead of just like hump day. Right. You know, and things like that. Right. And Taco Tuesday. Yep. But to actually, no, like today is a day dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary or exactly. some other such thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, it's also, we talked about my five kids at the beginning. My five kids pay a lot of attention to the liturgical calendar. Do they? Because. Of their mom? <laughs> we celebrate their feast days. Oh, celebrate their feast days. Yeah. Excellent. So so we have their na- their first name, mm-hmm. um, their middle name, Ooh. their um, 
if they're conf- those who are confirmed, their confirmation Mission saint, saint. Yeah. and their baptismal day, which isn't, I mean, not a saint's day per se, but but uh, we, we also celebrate their baptismal day. So um, Very cool. Five kids, lot, that's a lot of feasts to be, but we're Catholic, so there you go. We feast all the time. Exactly. But we fast all the time, too. Yep. Um, so at the angels. end of, angels, end of September, on the 29th, we have um, the Feast of the Archangels, um, and we'll talk about who they are in a little bit. And then October 2nd, which was a Sunday this year, so um, it wasn't celebrated because Sundays always take precedent. The Sunday Mass always takes precedence. Um, but uh, we had the Feast of the Guardian Angel. I think Memorial, technically, but it's a... Memorial. In, memorial. in everyday sense, the, a feast day for our Guardian Angels. Um, and so it is a good time of the year to reflect a little bit on on who they are, what they do, etc. Have you thanked your Guardian Angel today? No. Well, come on. Well, you're right. I, I Yeah. Uh, I think it was last night I sought my guardian angel's intercession. Good. But I have not thanked my angel today. And what about you, dear listeners? Have you thanked your guardian angel today? For what, Father? For life, for faith, for delivering me from temptation, from all good things from God's providence that have happened to me this day. So, uh, well, now I'll get into that later. Our guardian angels do, are far more involved in our journey of faith than the vast majority, than, than I realize. Right. I might know intellectually, but am I attentive to it? No. Well, and, and in a certain sense, I won't know the fullness of the extent of right. my guardian angel's involvement or patron saint's involvement uh, in my life until the universal judgment. Yep. So could be a very long wait to find out. Well, that gets into a whole other topic altogether. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming up to November. Might be a good time to talk about death judgment. We did. We actually we've done that though. We've done that. We've done that. Check the archives, dear listeners. Yep. All sorts of things we've been talking about for six years plus years and years and years. Today we're going to talk about angels. So let's let's get back specifically to angels. Um, what we're going to talk about, uh, generally speaking, ten minutes the, into this uh, episode of ignition, we've already uh, enlightened our listeners with several things about ignition. We have angels. We have. We what have. is ignition, Father? In case somebody's just tuned in, ignition is a broadcast for the new evangelization where we want to inspire your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith. And invite others to live it. And so we're talking about angels today. But as always, if you have questions about this or ideas for other episodes, because I might have brilliant ideas, as Dr. Bergwald said, but he doesn't. And so we need to have some other ideas. Uh, So email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet at us with the Twitter handle at sfdiocese and insert the hashtag ignition. Slap it on. Come on, you did that on purpose. I did. Man. Uh, he's Father Andrew Dickinson, um, priest chaplain at the Pius XII Newman Center in Brookings, pastor at St. Paul's in White. And I'm Chris Bergwald, director of adult discipleship and evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls, husband and father. Um, Way to nail that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, angels. Uh, well, let's break this down into two categories, Father. Let's start off by talking about what we know about them and then a little bit more of what's part of our, our, our general tradition Capital T, lowercase t, as the case may be. We'll get to that. Tradition. Um, so what we know explicitly, the first thing I would say uh, before diving into specifics, um, the catechism has a, a short but a great treatment about exactly this, what we know specifically, what we know to be true with regard to the angels. So I would encourage you, um, if you have a copy of the catechism, paragraph three. 
28 and following. If you don't have a copy of the Catechism, it's online for free, but I also encourage you to buy a bound copy or ebook copy, I suppose, but I just don't do that. And as always, if you're driving, just listen for right now and go back and look at it later. <laughs> Please do not consult the Catechism of the Catholic Church on 41st Street in Sioux Falls or... Uh, up in Aberdeen on Highway 12 or wherever you might be. Don't do not do it. Please. You know, just, don't even do it if you're driving down 90 or 29 and there's nobody around at all. Don't, right. Don't do it. Don't do that. Uh, 328 and following in the catechism. Again, paragraph number, not page number. Yep. So some of the things, Father, what do we know? What can we say we know for certain about the angels? They exist. Well, that's a good start. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It's not just something made up. But it's, uh, we'll just pretend that there's angels up there and uh, sent down to us. Uh, and <laughs> But uh, yeah, angels do exist. Right. And, and you're right. That That is something that's worth being clear about. This is it's not a fairy tale. It's not a myth. It's reality. Right, right. There are whatever they are, and we'll get to that in a minute. These angel beings, angelic beings, do exist. What else? Uh, that they interact with us at God's command. So um, unpack that. Well, He tells them to go, and they go <laughs> to, to us. Yes. So, like in the Bible, we have all sorts of examples where angels go and do things. The very first appearance of an angel explicitly is... Uh, Genesis. Yes. Genesis chapter 3, when uh, the cherub is given a flaming sword to guard Eden, lest Adam and Eve uh, remain there. Right, right. So, from the the very beginning of of, uh, human history, Mm -hmm. there is reference to... uh, angels and interaction with angels. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, I think it's worth noting, by the way, Father. Um, I, I think when we think of God sending an angel to us, many, many, many Christians probably think of um, one of the angels, Gabriel, who we'll talk about more oh, later, yeah, yeah. being sent to Mary. Yep. Uh, to, to for for what we refer to as the Annunciation. I think it's worth just noting um, something. The, the principle at work here: how God wept. Acts, how he interacts with his, his creatures. He invites creatures to participate in his oh, work. Yeah. Yep, yep. Why, what, God didn't have to send Gabriel. He didn't have to send the cherub. He could have done it himself, but his desire is always to include other created beings in, in his mission, his purpose for salvation. Yeah, he always wants us to take part in it, to participate in it, because it's part of the, in that way, it glorifies God more in that way when more of his creatures willingly partake in what he wants to do. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, so we also can, we participate in his work yeah. uh, and so on, but there's just a principle at work there. What else can we say, Father, about angels? Uh, they worship God. <laughs> That's a good thing to say too. Maybe yeah. even more important. Well, it is more important than the first thing. It is. It is well, uh, more important than their existence. Sorry, than the second thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but so that, that was going to be my subtle uh, transition at the beginning of the this episode of Ignition, is uh, the whole idea of like, beholding the face, is that that's what angels do, is they behold the face of God ceaselessly and cry out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord, the God of hosts. So I think another thing, implicitly, they're sent to do God's will. Gabriel was sent to Mary. The cherub was sent to Adam and Eve to the garden. But wherever they're sent, they're always beholding the face of God. Right, right, which is pretty cool to think about. right. But actually, I mean, you, I mean, Jesus calls us to pray without ceasing. Right. 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 So they're an example to us how it's possible to Mm -hmm. do God's will and simultaneously, whatever you're doing, to be attentive to his face. Amen. Uh, What else can we say about angels? 
uh, that there are different ones. Um, like Gabriel, Michael, and so on? Right, by name. And there's also different ones in terms of the tasks of what they do, or we hear about them doing different things, right. like in Isaiah and Ezekiel and Revelations and Daniel and Genesis and... Uh, you just listen to all the books of the Bible, let's be honest. No, no, Tobit, you're not. Tobit. Tobit. We'll talk about Tobit again a little bit later. So different purposes that he's given them, and, and then and we'll talk more about this as well in a moment, but... Uh, different categories or choirs, sometimes they're referred to, of angels as well. Um, I think one thing with with regard to them to keep to keep in mind is, um, and I, you and I do this a lot. We oftentimes will will get some mileage by looking at the the etymology, the meaning right. of the words, right. because we nerd. We do, we do. It's it's part of what we do. Um, the etymology of angel. Um, the word angel um, comes from a Latin word angelus, which comes from a Greek word. Uh, Euangel, or angel, which means message. So an angel, we talk about angels oftentimes as messengers. Uh, the catechism, uh, in summary fashion, giving us what the church teaches, makes the great point that angel, the word angel really refers to their office, to the role, to the mission that they have, as distinct from who and what they are. So an angel is, in terms of its being, its nature, what it is, an angel is a pure spirit. Um, what it does is it, sends a message literally right. it announces yeah yeah but not always a good one right and so not a you angel yeah <laughs> what is the i don't know what the uh i don't remember i don't remember my greek well enough what the neither do i anyway by the way interesting etymologically so um angel is at the heart uh of of to evangelize to announce to proclaim a message right so we're all called to be angels Oh, yes, we are. Uh, but Father, let's talk about a little bit um, some of the misconceptions about angels in general, and then we'll spend a few minutes looking at some of those distinctions that we talked about. Earlier. Speaking of called to be like the angels. Yes. We're not. We are, but we aren't. <laughs> right. 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 I mean, uh, so one mix, one misconception about angels is that angels are people that uh, used to live on earth. Right. Yes. You know? And so, and now we, I don't think we're, always making a metaphysical proclamation when we say uh, at the death of a loved one, especially maybe at a tragic death of a young child, we might say things like, oh, heaven has another angel. Right. I don't think we're making metaphysical proclamations. Right. Uh, but it, it, we're speaking, uh, what's the phrase? Metaphorically. Metaphorically. There we go. Uh, but not in an exact way. And so angels... Uh, and while we're called to be like the angels, we can't be angels. And that's a good thing that we can't be angels. Because there are different kinds. Of, we can no more be an angel than we can be a lion. Right. Um, Correct. It's a, there we're different, literally different species, different kinds of beings. Uh, so we can't be like them anymore than we can be like anything else. And uh, uh, But we also shouldn't equate the angels to be like us as well. Right. So I think... I, the two main misconceptions about angels themselves, like that's really a misconception about us to think right. that an we become angels in right. some way. Right. But the really misconception about angels is to make them uh, either like try and make them more like God in some way or to try and make them more like us as uh, men and women. What else strikes you with the second, the distinction between us and them? Anything else that might be said about that? Well, like uh, they don't have tempers or pers uh, uh, have personality, but they don't, they, they, they don't have tempers. They don't have emotions. They don't have like moods like we do. Uh, they're not bored. Right. 
in some sense. Uh, they don't live in a uh, changing world, right? And so, uh, uh, I mean, uh, now we're getting a little afield from like what scripture says. Right. But uh, yeah. Um, th- I think it, they're higher than us. They're a different kind of being. That's they're, they're, to, so your point about not having personalities or however else you would well, put it. I think it. they have personalities. But they're, 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 as pure spirit, they only have intellect and will. They don't have, they're not bodily and therefore right. they don't have emotions. Right. Which that, that might, well, are they just like, uh, <laughs> they're not bored, but they're also not boring. Or Borg. Or, <laughs> or <laughs> yes, they're not Borg either. Star Trek reference, sorry, Borg. But. Uh, I, I, so I think I, whatever that we'll find out eventually what exactly that means, but your your point remains that they're not like us. Right. Now, that, that I think they wouldn't be per se like alien and foreign in the sense of like, if, but angels kind of do freak out people in the Bible though. Yep. Oh, what is this? I don't know. Right. Well, that in worship. The, the, objectively, in the order of creation, they are they are higher beings than right. we are. Um, what, what, can you just what do you mean by higher? Yeah. It's like are they, are they taller? Uh, <laughs> it's because they're in heaven and I'm on earth, and nope. heaven's higher than earth. So just as we are objective, so, so in the, sort of the hierarchy of different kinds of beings, I'm above a as a human being, I am above um, a tadpole. Objectively, yep. Um, similarly, so an angel is higher than me. Objectively, um, it it's it's a it's a. I, I, I'll leave it at that. Okay, I'll leave it at that. We just keep using the word higher. Yeah, I know. I don't have a better word right now. Okay. <laughs> Do you? No, I don't. I don't. But that's what I said. Looking to like get that fleshed out a bit again because just help to help us better understand like w- what an angel is or what an angel does in that way yeah yeah, yeah i've got off to think about that ne- next time we talk about angels oh i feel like an idea is right on the cusp of my head here for higher you think about it while i talk about the other misconception okay um, he just gave me permission to daydream folks i totally did uh, the other, as, as as you mentioned, Father, the other thing that we tend to do is we equate angels with God mm-hmm. because they, like Him, they are pure spirit. However, He is the Creator, and they're just a creature. So even though when we say they're both pure spirits, we use that. That's an analogy we're making. They're not pure spirits in the same way because they are a creature, and He is Creator, and that difference is infinitely greater than the similarity that's there. So I think oftentimes in pop culture we tend to uh, not literally, but almost put God. God and angels, like we put them really close together, right? Not necessarily, literally the same plane, but the angels there, right there, man. No, they're not. They're creatures. No. Right? They might be whatever higher means. They might be higher than we are, but He is still infinitely higher. That's the nature of infinity. Are. Right? Exactly. Yeah. To infinity and beyond. I was with you there. Yeah. Thanks. Did you, did you come up with it? No, I didn't. Okay. So we just have a couple minutes left, Father. My apologies, listeners. We've been talking about angels in general. Specifically, what in a couple minutes can we say about any of the angels in particular? Well, like, do you want to go like the nine choirs? Whatever. Which way? You take it wherever you want to go. Yes, nine choirs. Okay, let's go nine choirs. I'm kind of open. I just, (laughs) I was thinking. I wasn't prepared for that question. Uh, So... Then the tradition we kind of talk about nine choirs of angels. A lot of the the choirs taken from scripture, right, right, uh, from in scripture, like hearing about angels assigned with a certain task. And so uh, we have angels and archangels, 
uh, principalities, powers, virtues, dominions, thrones, cherubim, and seraphim. Right. Right. Uh, so, uh, and, and so within them, there's a hierarchy now with angels being lower than archangels, being lower than principalities, being lower, whatever lower means, then powers, exactly. lower than virtues, lower than dominions, who are lower than thrones, who are lower than cherubim, who are lower than seraphim. Right. So, um, with these nine choirs, and they all have kind of responsibilities to them in the way of things they're supposed to watch out for. So the angels and archangels oftentimes watch over us right? or things to do with uh, uh, kind of human life. That's why the arch- archangels have their various messages, uh, Gabriel and Raphael, uh, we hear about them. Um, and we've talked about the names Gabriel and Raphael before yep. and, and Michael. Yep. Uh, and then the principalities, I think usually like a responsibility for earthly authorities, so, like, there's a principality and a guardian angel for the city of Sioux Falls. Right. A guardian angel for the city of Meckling. Uh, a guardian angel for the city of uh, New York. Right. Right. Uh, a guardian angel for the city of uh, Pompeii. Yep. 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 Atlantis? Uh, if it existed, yep. Okay. What about, is there a guardian angel for the idea of the fictional city of Atlantis? Nope. So not for ideas. Nope. Okay. What about for like ideas such as like intellectual things? Are there guardian angels for those? I don't think so. Because with all of these, we should make the point that the, this these details aren't out, spelled out definitively. No, so no. we don't really know. It gets fuzzy on the edges, if you yep. will. Yep. So I would say my, my theological opinion, nope. Okay. So you don't think there's like a guardian angel for... Justice. Justice. No. Okay. For prudence. No. For cinderesis. <laughs> Nope. Okay, which is a part of Prudence. Which is also Bill Seeley's band, but that's another story. Bill Seeley has a band? He did. Oh. Who's Bill Seeley? We have a minute and a half to go, Father. What are we talking about here? Uh, principalities. Okay. Uh, but there's powers, virtues, dominions who have uh, responsibility for other sorts of areas. And then the thrones, the cherubim, and seraphim are mostly concerned with the worship of Almighty God in right. heaven. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I just love the angels. And the, like the seraphim are the ones who are singing the holy, holy, holy that we sing at mass. Uh, Where do we see reference to them in scripture? Book of Revelations and also Isaiah, okay. I believe. Cherubim, I think we hear about more in Ezekiel. And right. cherubim are not like the little kids. Right. <laughs> the chubby the little, little cheeks. No, no, no. Yeah, that's a different type of... It's, it's kind of tomato, angel. I think, actually. Tomato? Cherub tomato is a little, yeah. What are we talking... Now he's, you're Googling cherub tomatoes. No, you? I was... Uh, Confused about what time we uh, uh, went to the close of the show. We're going over. <laughs> I know, but no, we're not. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, so cherubim, uh, who are not little kids. So um, we talked briefly, and I think there may be just a way to close. Thank your guardian angel and, yeah. and look up the prayer of your guardian angel if you don't know it. The, the version I uh, learned as a, as a young lad was, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love entrusts me here, ever this day be at my side. To light, to, uh, to light, not to light. Mm. Something. And when you say it slow, you forget. To rule and to guide is how it ends. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, in time ne- next time, dear listeners, hopefully we'll have better prepared our prayers at the end of the show. But my Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. 
Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.